0: To be chosen. What a wonderful and blessed thing to be chosen. I learned a little bit about being chosen when I was in elementary school. I loved school. I loved reading. I loved spelling. I loved language arts. The highlight Was library time. I even liked the school cafeteria. There was one thing I didn't like about school recess. You know why? I'm a girly girl. I'm a sissy. And we'd get out there and it'd be time to play dodgeball or kickball or basketball. Our softball, and guess who was the last one picked? Nobody wanted me on their team. I was a loser before the game even got started. I think that's why I love today's scripture. Because Jesus looks at those disciples... And he whispers it down the ages to me and to you. And he says, I chose you. What blessed and precious words indeed. Now, in the first service, my ball went rolling down the.
1: <laughs>
0: Maybe it will stay in place this time. I find it so interesting about Jesus that he always seems to pick those losers by society standards. He found a hundred year old man named Abraham with his 99 year old wife, and he said, I'm going to make you a great nation. He took a handful of Hebrew slaves living in Egypt and he says, you are my chosen people. Let me show you the promised land. He took a little boy that had a handful of stones and a slingshot and he said, hey, David, you're the next king of Israel. He found a young girl An obscure village. And he said, Mary, I choose you to be my mother. Found a ragtag bunch of fishermen and tax collectors. And he says, I choose you. I want you to be my disciples. I want to build my church. I want to start my church with y'all. Oh, you know, Jesus came to earth in the flesh and he could have come anything, educated, privileged, Roman, better yet, American. But you know what? Jesus put on flesh and by the world standards, he put on a loser's flesh, a carpenter. An itinerant preacher and teacher, one who would sacrifice his life and lay it down on a cross like a common criminal. That's the kind of master we serve. And out of all of these losers in the world's eyes, Jesus chose me too. A lot of people will look at me and see a middle-aged woman. Second marriage, fighting cancer every single day of my life. New career, trying to be a minister at 44. Not much to offer, it seems. But somehow, when Jesus looks at me, Jesus sees something different. Jesus sees a beloved child. And he chooses me. And friends, have I got some good news today. Jesus has chosen you too. I don't know what your claim to fame is. I don't know if the way the world looks at it, if you're in the winner's circle... Or the loser circle But I know this You've been hand Chosen and beloved Oh I know some other things about you Because we've got them in common We have all fallen short Of the glory of God We're all in need of forgiveness We're all in need of being cleaned up From the inside out We all need a savior And when Jesus looks at us, he sees beloved children. Praise the Lord. Jesus has chosen us. Doesn't it just make you want to say, thank you, Jesus, for choosing me? Thank you, Jesus, for choosing me. I'm being serious. Let me hear you say it. Thank you, Jesus, for choosing me. Thank you, Jesus, for choosing me. Oh, what a powerful thing. You would think that right there is about as good as it can get. But there's more to come. Because Jesus has loved us and loved us first. Even before we knew to love him, he has loved us. One of my favorite theologians is Karl Barth. He was a German theologian of the early 20th century. And he said, we have to begin with God. That there is some real danger when we begin with humanity. Bart believed that God preceded humanity. That God preceded our desire to know God. That God preceded our desire to serve God. That God created us first. That God had made the first move. And had made all the moves toward us. In our Wesleyan heritage, we talk about provenient grace. Or the grace that goes before us. We believe that God is calling us even before we know it's God. We believe that God is wooing us towards God before we're even able to recognize it's God. We have a baptismal font here, and every chance we get, we bring infants up here and we baptize them. And do you know why? Why? Because we believe that it is a picture of God choosing us. That God's grace is working in the life of that child before the child even knows it needs grace. Jeremiah says, while I was in the womb, you knew me. While I was in the womb, you consecrated me to be a prophet. Hey, we're just like Jeremiah. God has called us from our beginning and God has called us to serve God chooses us and chooses us first When I was a kid, one of my favorite hymns had this chorus Oh, how I love Jesus Oh, how I love Jesus Oh, how I love Jesus Because he first loved me Well, then I became the smartest person in the world, also known as a teenager. And as a teenager, I thought, now that's just not right. Didn't I choose Jesus? Wasn't I the one who said, hey, Jesus, I accept you? Hadn't I been the one seeking out Christ? Finally, I did get a little older and a little wiser. And oh, the joy, when I realized Jesus had sought me first. It's just like with Adam and Eve in the garden and God's calling them, where are you? I want to get to know you. I want to talk to you. Hey, God has made that same call to us. Where are you? Come out from your hiding. I'm seeking you. I want to know you. Friends, if you've ever wondered, is there anybody who really cares? Is there anybody who really loves you? Hear the good news today. There is one who has loved you for all time. Who has chosen you. That'll make you want to sing an old hymn. It'll take your breath away. And it'll make the tears well up in your eyes. Now I know some of y'all are beginning to question my Methodist allegiance. You're starting to wonder, has my pastor somehow switched to predestination. Well, let me be clear. There's not a single person ever born that Jesus has not loved. He has loved us all the same. Jews, Christians, Americans, Middle Easterners, Muslims, Asians, Africans. Why, well, there's not one single soul that Jesus hasn't come to die for to redeem He chose us all But the truth is We get to accept He loves us so much He's given us the freedom To choose him in response Do You remember in second grade You got that little note to pass you around the class Do you love me check yes or no
1: Well
0: I am sorry to say That despite being beloved children of God Some people have checked, no, they haven't chosen Christ. Not all will say yes. But for those of us who have said yes, it brings us to the question, what exactly has Christ chosen us to do? In verse 12 of our text, Jesus said, this is my commandment, that you love one another God has chosen us to love as Christ has loved, chosen us to choose others, to tell the good news. Jesus calls us to bear fruit, fruit that will last. In Galatians 5, we are reminded what the fruits of the Spirit are love and joy and peace and patience. Kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Jesus has chosen us to love the unlovable. To be, in the words of St. Francis, instruments of peace. To show generosity in a society where greed tends to rule the day. We are to be about the business of the church. And that is to make disciples of Jesus Christ. We are called to love. We are picked to serve. All of us. I heard this story this week. About a group of kindergartners. And it's the end of the school year. And the teacher wanted to do something fun with the class. They're going to have an end of the year party. I bet Trisha can relate to this. Do something fun. So she plans a game and she ties the balloon to each kid's leg. And she says, now everybody, you try to step on somebody else's balloon, but protect your own. And the last person with their balloon wins. Okay. These kids are five. They didn't really get the, the gist of how to play the game. One or two figured it out. We're going to stomp on a balloon. So, hey, they stomp on a balloon. The class starts clapping. Somebody else steps on a balloon. The class starts clapping. One little girl got so excited, she took her balloon and she held it so a little boy could step on it. And they all just (laughs) clapped. Well, he loved that. So he held his balloon and she stepped on his. And they're clapping. I mean, they were popping balloons until everybody's balloon was popped and the class cheered like crazy i wonder is this what jesus means in our text when he wants our joy to be complete because these children took a game meant for winners and losers and they made everybody a winner the joy in the room was complete because everybody had won According to the world's way of playing games, you know what big churches do, and successful churches do. They move out to the suburbs. Muncie decided a long time ago, we'd just stay where we were, right downtown. We chose a different path. We decided to stay with shop owners whose shops, are struggling. We decided to minister to our neighbors, which means there's poverty on our doorstep seven days a week. We chose a different way. Some people might say, hey, Muncie chose the losing way. They're in the dying part of town. But friends, we serve a God of abundance. A God who makes everyone winners in the game of eternal life. We serve a Messiah who's chosen you and chosen me and chosen our downtown shop owners and our downtown neighbors and our neighbors up in the north. And has given us the commandment to love them. To take the good news. We do it as a church, and we do it as individuals. Oh, my prayer for you today is this, that the Holy Spirit would so invade your heart and your mind with the knowledge that you have been chosen, that you just can't stand it, that you've got to get up, And leave this place and find an opportunity to serve. That you got to get up and find somebody to tell. Somebody to love. Somebody to witness to. I have cried like a baby about this. I have sat in Starbucks and embarrassed myself. Trying to tell my husband that Jesus chose me and Jesus chose him. I've cried in my office and I've cried in my car and I've cried in my home just because I can't believe it. It has fallen afresh on my heart. Friends, I've been chosen. You've been chosen. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. He first loved me. Amen.
1: a name I love to Whoa! one!